Mini Comics, episode 133. Uh, Brooks, we're very close to one another. Happy New Year, buddy. <laughs> Happy New Year. Live and uh, in person for, well, well, we typically do this, what, now, like once a year at least? I mean, it's not enough. We but got yes. the drinks flowing. Goody clank. Yes, it is our first show of 2018. Also, we are live in concert together, so lots to cover. It's been a few weeks. We're a little behind, but, you know, what are we going to do? But just to kick into some follow-up. So this Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie is apparently going to happen, and it's got the guy who wrote The Revenant is writing it. Great. I don't see now. My my feeling remains the same with this is that I feel like Quentin Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie robs us of his brain of creating another original flick. Which I don't know why he's doing good. this. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, clearly, he's got more in there. And how has he dodged this whole Harvey Weinstein thing? I don't want to get into the weeds of that, but like, yeah, I mean, which thing he was like very close with him. I don't understand what's happening. But how, what, what is he dodging? Pardon my ignorance. Well, I mean, like, I feel like whenever it even happened, he only put out like a, a crappy little, like his ex girlfriend was one of the people who came forward. Oh, I think, clearly, I think he knows more than what he's leading on. Is what I'm getting at. Well, you know, maybe he's writing a movie about it. <laughs> layers and things that go on I don't know uh, I, I, I also I just I don't think that that's where he's best uh, best utilized Star Trek Tarantino that's my that's my thought but yeah no it was something original from him as well okay we, well, what we need to see uh, it's now official that the last Jedi the last Jedi is secured the second highest opening of all time what was number one uh, the force awakens there you go see I always I just walked into that one uh look I realize that the the audiences out there are, are and I've discussed this so many times with people when I, I'm, I'm home back in Florida with my friends that that have seen this and and they are divided in various ways about how they feel about this particular outing and and there's so many things we we could we could pick on and, and dissect. Nevertheless, I thought it was good, so you know I guess we'll see in two three years when they wrap up this particular thing but i thought it was perfectly fine uh i will just chime back in to say that it is good i just didn't think it was as good as the other two that came out recently that's all uh, okay well, get off my case i, I fine. i'm sorry i can't i can't get off it's just, <laughs> it's just too it's just too large it's tripping all over the place on your gigantic case uh, well, whatever jesus lord on your case um i didn't put this in to follow up but i should have moved it beforehand but x-men will join mcu but disney will quote look carefully at the fox film slate so we sort of discussed this a little bit before but Obviously, they've got mov- movies that are in production now, movies that were announced but not really moved on. Uh, I, I assume whatever is already partially made or made will come out, and then Disney will wipe the slate clean. Is there any second guessing that that's? I what's mean, going to I, I I think that you're right, and I think that's kind of crappy because I think that I I think I believe in a higher power. That uh, you know, it would be cool if they allowed the existing canon in some way, shape, or form in the Fox movies to 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 be brought over into the greater MCU. But that, I mean, again, all the Spider-Man stuff didn't happen, so why should I be so hopeful about what's happening with you know Storm and Wolverine and Deadpool and da 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 da? So whatever. Deadpool might be the interesting one because that has actually been very successful. Yes, and we are not Deadpool fans, as we have noted many times on this here program. Uh, but it's been very successful, and I have to imagine that the sequel will be just as successful as the first one. And the sequel was sort of kicking off cable and X-Wars. leading into some other stuff. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if that one were to. I feel like Ryan Reynolds would be on board to just walk right into the MCU. I mean, he could pop in in Avengers Five. 
I mean, I'm with you. I, I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't really know. You know where they are with this. I think that that. I mean, you know, just in general, having those properties, you know, realigned is great. But I don't have a lot of hope that we're going to see the, you know, we'll call it quote unquote canon that's been already been filmed be, you know, softly and you know organically brought into the whole thing. So anyway, well. Either way, we're going to find out. I can't at some wait. Point very I soon. just can't wait. I just can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, the debut review this week, Backways number one. I did not read it. <laughs> you, you read a lot of books during your travels, but you did not make the time to get to Backways number one. So, I guess I'm going to have to fill in here. So, this was, I don't want to read the whole thing in because, quite frankly, it doesn't deserve a full attention. And that's sorry to say, but. This was the one that ended up describing itself that it would appeal to fans of Harry Potter and the Chronicles of Narnia, which you both, you're not a fan of either of those, correct? I love those. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I have never seen Narnia. Uh, I don't imagine I would be a fan of it. I've seen the Harry Potter movies. I think they were fine and entertaining, but I'm not a super big fan. Uh, this book was, yeah, it was, I've made it through. So it's not, it wasn't one of the books that I stopped midway through. Uh, or completely put down. It's just not for me. I mean, it's it's very um, the the point of who it's for is you know that that type of fantasy reader I imagine would get some enjoyment out of this. But I think the genre, the it didn't. I can read outside of the genres that I like if it's good enough, but it wasn't good enough to pull me in. So, and I don't want to waste too much time well, on it since you but, didn't read it. But but, but what is it about? But what, what's the deal? A, a nation of magic and madness, one that exists in all the forgotten spaces, your basement, your attic, the haunted house down the street, any one of those might be a part of the backways. Anna Merrick lost someone in the backways, and she'll stop at nothing to get them back, even if it means unleashing something unimaginable. So a friend has lost a friend of hers, and she is trying to find them back. And the first issue spent a lot of time on her, everyone she encounters, where is such and such? Let me know where she is. And she's encountering all these mythical beings that, come from the back ways and you know they're flabbergasted that she's not more interested in the back ways she's only concerned with where her friend is and i think i didn't you didn't get enough backstory of the main character or the friend or what what the hell is happening it was but, 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 what, what will she stop at nothing jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> unimaginable things she will do to get her friend back well okay so it wasn't your your favorite i mean i'm sorry we closed out the year with such a whimper but you know well, we're going to go through some of the books from 2017 that we read towards the end of the show, and there were a lot of whimpers. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, for next week, we are looking at Rogue and Gambit, number one of five. This is written by Kelly Thompson, uh, art by Pere Perez, Chris Anka is doing a cover, it looks like. This is Ring of Fire, part one. Everybody's favorite ex-couple is reunited, and boy, are they not happy about that. Kitty Pride must send Rogue and Gambit on an undercover mission to find a group of kidnapped mutants. What they discover on this mission will shock them, but will it also bring them closer together? It's a high-stakes adventure caper that only the two hottest X-Men can deliver. Rated T+. Ooh, T+. That means they can probably take their oh shirts off or something. Uh, whatever. I mean, listen, uh, that's such a 90s book to be had, but, you know, I was reading books in the 90s, so what do you got to know? I like Kelly Thompson, so I'm glad that she is being given more work, because we'll talk later about her current book being canceled. There's so many there's so many teasers <laughs> in this show. How many teasers can one do? So, Kelly Thompson, I'm on board. I'll give it a shot. And it's only five issues being told up front that it's a mini series. So, okay. Okay. Well, I'm with you. All right. So, we have teased that you read a lot on your way, uh, on your travels here. 
Um, should we go through some of these, touch on the ones that we both have read? Uh, what are you thinking here? Um, well, I guess that you've answered my question too, uh, clever editing. So here we go. Uh, so yes, okay. So I mean, I, I I have been really in purgatory reading a lot of stuff. So first, I'll just tell you that <clears throat> I've gone through puberty. Number one, uh, I read all She Hulk that came out in 2016. This is the one I can't. Re- I'm sorry, I forgot the entire creative team, but it was great. I re- and I heard it was great. So I read the whole series. That's 12 books. It rebooted in like issue 10 to become the in- like Incredible She Hulk or whatever it is. I like all that. I read. Is it uh, still going on? No, I got canceled. Okay. <laughs> uh, I read uh, the first arc of Peter David's X Factor that debuted ten years ago, maybe more. So we talked about how you know the character of Madrox by uh, James Franco is going to be given a movie. So I read all that. So I recommend you. It's uh, you should read that for sure. Yeah, it, I got it on uh, Marvel Unlimited. I've read the first two. I want to say. Uh, also, Tales of Suspense number one hundred. And let me tell you why I brought this up. Uh, so Matthew Rosenberg is doing this, who is a, is a pseudo friend of the show, doesn't know it, but he is. And Trevor Foreman is drawing this, who did Animal Man out of DC a few years back. This is where uh, Hawkeye and Bucky Barnes slash the Winter Soldier are now looking for, they believe that the Black Widow is alive. They're going to find her. And it was okay. just, it was very well done. It's a four book run, but I, 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 I'm already subscribed. I thought it was great. Uh, Super Sons number 11, uh, which I hate that they switched the artist out of this. And it's also a crossover book. Uh, yeah, so I I wanted to note this. I took a screenshot of this last week, and I forgot to bring it up on the show, that this is – Marvel does this a lot too, and, and DC will tie it into random books. This type of thing pisses me off because I really like the, the Super Sons book. I have stopped enjoying any bit of Teen Titans. And I really love Damien. And it's just in the middle of this smack dab thing, you get a five-issue crossover that, quite frankly, there are too many comics. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I don't I, I don't want to read everything that this goddamn crossover shows up in. And I still subscribe digitally to Teen Titans. So I have read part two and three of this crossover, which was the Super Sons and the Teen Titans. I will not read the rest of them. I did not read the first one. I'm not quite certain what's going on. Superboy is apparently a weapon that they got to stop. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I already well, I've mentioned many a times that it, it was great that Damien and Superboy were they got their own hideout. Now it's time for them to you know get into some trouble on the streets of Metropolis and Gotham and do the thing. And right when we're about to kick that off, we go into this goddamn crossover, and I'm not interested. Yeah. Well, and I also was like, well, I don't, I don't know this stuff. Uh, I did read also Age of Ultron. The entire, the entire crossover that's impressive it's like 800 pages uh and i thought it was just fine and uh i guess defenders number eight old man Logan number 42 which is just fine all of them are fine and then one thing that i tried to read was uh shoot what's it called it's like the only hold hold on hold on I can't. Something about my best friend is monsters. Something about monsters. It was like the last year's greatest foot book. Oh, it was on that list that we read. Yes, yes, it is. The, I've seen it a lot more. It's like the only thing I'm afraid of is monsters. Come on, help me out. Come I'm searching. On. I'm googling. It's my something. favorite thing is monsters. Okay, that's what it's called officially. Um, my favorite thing is the fact that because I have such shitty storage on all of my devices, I couldn't download it. Cause it's one solid gig, dude. This book. Really? Yes, one gig. And I've seen it everywhere though. Was it worth it? 
I wouldn't know. I don't. I, I can't delete all my photographs to, to, to download. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing. I'm gonna try, but no. So, but anyway. So apparently, it is in fact as good as people say. I just can't get to it, and it is free if you have a uh, Comics Knowledge Unlimited subscription. So there. Okay. Sorry. So I also read Defenders number eight. I'm, it was so long ago because maybe two weeks ago I read it, uh, like the first thing when it came out that week. Uh, I'm sort of forgetting what it was, but I remember reading it thinking that Deadpool wasn't in it as much and it was pretty solid because we have complained numerous times about Deadpool being in that book and wondering where actually it was going to go to. Um, so they sort of played him off a little bit. Um, some funny, and this was the issue where Daredevil, Matt Murdock reveals that he is Daredevil to the to the group. Um, that, is that still a secret? Apparently, in the reboot, it was. So this is the first people that he. I've since read a blog post afterwards. Uh, apparently, this is the first time since then, since whatever most recent event that anybody has found out who Daredevil is. So well, um, that no was care. a big deal, and we didn't know it as we were reading it. Well, I. How, what would you do? <laughs> uh, Super Sons number eleven. We talked about Teen Titans. I sort of talked about. Um, I'm trying to as we're talking. Um, download the Image Plus Volume 2 because I read that and I like to because we have talked many times how there haven't been a lot of debut reviews that really catch our eye no, um, no. This unfortunately issue, I, wish yeah, there were, I wish there were more very much so and I have noted a few times when I've read Image Plus Magazine you know I'm not really the things in there I'm not really looking forward to that's kind of a shame what's happening here um, in this book Oh, and this issue of the magazine, like we get a little teaser of Gideon Falls, which was Jeff Lemire's. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yeah, so that is definitely one that is worth looking forward yeah, who's to. Who's the of this? I hate to be on the spot. Uh, I've got it right here. I thought it was Trouble Foreman. I thought it was Trouble Foreman. I think it is. I think it is. Gideon Falls, Andrea Sorrentino. Oh, even better. I'm looking forward to that big time now. What has Andrea done before? Because I don't know the name. He's an old man Logan. Oh, okay. Hit Lemire's? Yes. Okay. I mean, sorry. He's a fantastic artist. I'm very excited about this news. Uh, I'm trying to go through here. That was um, Oblivion song. Little preview teaser was in here, which is Kirkman's Robert Kirkman's new, which is I'm sure to be a hundred plus issue monstrosity because that's all he does. That's right. But you know, I don't know if I'll be into it, but I'm sure I will read the first issue as it most likely will be a debut review on this. So your Sam is a chance. Um, and I. I'm trying to just breeze through quickly because I don't have my... You are using my iPad and I am not. Okay. Um, But those two for sure. I mean, those are two big names in comics, two new books that will be coming out very soon. So it was a worthwhile Image Plus magazine this week. All right. Well, so I don't hear Catch my breath. Okay. All right. So weekly, uh, bi-weekly news, some things I've thrown in here. Uh, Tyler Boss teases a secret new project with 4Kids collaborator Matthew Rosenberg. What could it be? Anything with these two. I would love a continuation of Forkins Walk to a Bank if that's ever possible, but I assume this is something different. Not going to happen? No, I doubt it. Uh, And it would take like eight years to do. Also, (laughs) also that that book ended so bleakly. That's fine. It did. did. I I still want to read more of it. And you know it. Whatever. I love these two together. Glad they're still working together. Whatever. Okay. Uh, We talked in person briefly about this earlier today. Um, So Jamie McKelvey, who is the artist of The Wicked Divine... Uh, teases the end of Wicked Divine 2018 after two more arcs. So there was an update to this story. <clears throat> There's more? There are only two more arcs. Um, but and, Jamie, they had, and they're 25 books apiece. No. Okay. <laughs> Jamie will be done drawing it in 2018. Kieran chimed in, the writer, to say that 
um, the print actual publication run will be done about mid 2019. So we've got two more arcs of Wicked Divine. You'll be buying single issues until about mid 2019, but at least an end is in sight. So that's like I, I forgot that it's actually 2018. So that's like 15 months, let's say. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean they'll do they, an arc I mean, and I mean, take a break because it's well done. I'd like when they 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 high and tight, whole way. Don't don't let it don't let it be crappy. Just wrap it up. Uh, and um, yeah, and it's nice knowing that we get this notice that there's going to be an ending two arcs in advance because you know it doesn't pop up out of nowhere. We've got something to look forward to. We've talked how they have had some revelations in recent issues. And it's time to wrap it up, B. So it'll be good. Maybe wrap that gavel up, B. Ooh. Okay. Uh, theaters remove warning about Star Wars: The Last Jedi scene. Were you told about this when you entered the theater? No, I was. What what scene is it again? So it is when she blasts the spaceship through warp speed through the thing to blow it up. How okay? First of all, I thought that was amazing. I did not need warnings. So whenever whenever we entered to see it, we were told that there was silence, and I could have sworn the woman told us there was a, like a black screen for about ten seconds, and she said the movie is not there's not a glitch or anything. It's part of the film people are so dumb yeah so we were told this and then when it happened like we were very interested about that so that was one of the first things we talked about when we left the theater was what scene were they talking about nothing really there was no black screen i thought it was the scene where uh, Leia got blasted out of there no and she flew through it yeah i mean that was apparently the sound stops for about 10 seconds which i mean maybe it does but i still feel like there's something happening on screens and it's just like i mean i got the dramatic effect of it but apparently a lot of people complain when they first saw it. That's dumb. Theaters are now removing that. Because likely, if you're seeing Star Wars right now, you're probably seeing it for a second or well, third the, time. Those, so. pe- those people are dumb. Yeah. They, so, are, they are dumb. Whatever. They are, they are not my friend. So <sighs> I, I'm just being honest. Listen, yeah, I thought it was unnecessary to tell people I'm, that. I'm, so. a, I'm a choosy jerk of a friend. So there has been, uh, and I'm not sure I'm going to merge all these, but there's been so much uh, murdering of Marvel comic books. There's so many but canceled books that you you read, I read that, mm-hmm. that I thought were good are, are are no more. Hawkeye. I mean, can we just go through them? Yeah. So like, we got Gwenpool, Generation X, Hawkeye as as a main three. Um, the status of Defenders, Luke Cage, and Captain Marvel was unclear at one point, though it has been confirmed that as Bendis bids farewell, all his books are. Either move on or get canceled. That includes Defenders number ten will be the last one of Defenders. I mean, and that I that is a great book all the way around. Art, the storytelling, the pacing of it, and that I, I mean, I'm especially sorry about that one. But you know, I mean, I get it. Uh, the Hawkeye book, I've had some back and forth with because I think Hawkeye books in general have been held to a particular, in, in my mind anyway, standard. And you know. Uh, I'm sure someone is going to pick up the reins pretty soon. Will it be Kate Bishop? Probably not. <laughs> what? I mean, probably not. But I did read a story that it apparently word on the street is that Kelly Thompson is going to pick up Jessica Jones, and that's going to continue on, which is one of Bendis' books, obviously. Yeah, that will be okay. Um, I, yeah, it would be all for that. Uh, obviously, she's getting her cockeye book, which we have enjoyed, uh, canceled. So, you know, move her on to the other premier female character they've got going on in a, in a single title. Um, I kind of like the Defenders is not continuing on. I mean, this was like a Bendis creation. It's very well put together. Yeah. Uh, he and David Marquez have done every issue. Um, you know, I hate to see it end, but I feel like, you know, at least we'll have his story told. And if they want to kick off Defenders again with, you know, who do they have going over there? Not Rosenberg or Cates or, Le- or not Lemire, but 
Uh, Ed Brisson's doing a lot of stuff for them. Yeah. Uh, just end Bendis' run. Okay, so Bendis had a 10-issue run of Defenders, which was fantastic. That's all well and good. Okay, well, there you go. I'll still be sad that it ends, but whatever. I'll be crying my eyes out, but not really. Um, I threw in a story of here of the Image Comics solicitations for March 2018, and this kind of just touches on what was what I just mentioned about Image Plus. So there's this is the month where a lot of big things uh, are happening out of Image. So again, we always complain about the number ones being slightly lackluster. We've got the Gideon Falls uh, from Jeff Lemire. you got Oblivion Song I am from Kirkman. I, I am excited about that. I really am. It should be fantastic. A lot of stuff he does is good. Oh, I the, co- the cover. It's weird. Okay. There, there's Matt Hawkins doing Cyber Force. Um, that, that, that's that, that's a you should know. That's an old school like reboot. I did not know that. What's the what's the story between behind that? Well, that was that was a Mark Silvestri book from like the '90s. Okay. So should we be excited for that? I'm not. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, and this is just not not just the number ones, obviously, with the solicitations. But Deadly Class 32 will, will be that month. Um, so you know, Saga number 50, that'll be a big month, big banner number. So March, Image will be bringing it in March. We just gotta uh, wait to get there. I'm so excited! Mm, I can't hide it. All right, so books of 2017. Okay, this I have no notes for this, so I'm curious to see where, where we go with it. All right. Well, I will bring them up for you because I do have access to them. So, off the top of your head, can you remember any? I think in any way. Any of the books of 2017. So we've got a long list of of all the number ones that we did. These range from things like God Country, Rocket Raccoon. I don't remember Slasher one at all. Uh, yeah, that must have been bad. You know, the reboot of Rumble was the most was the most recent one. And Backways, uh, Void Trip, Fence. The few, the dregs, Samaritan, Cable, so Mechadet You. So I have to, I have to what? Just, just say which ones yeah, I like. Yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, grab some that you. Uh, okay, you, you, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just. Are these in chronological order? Yes, they are. Okay, so I, I enjoyed the few. I and I kept with it. I did, I did enjoy God Country as well. That was Donny uh, Cates, correct? Yes, I enjoyed. Defenders number one, of course. Crosswind, Crosswind. I'm what still, a I'm, three-week I'm, period that was. Defenders, Crosswind, and Clue. Okay, Clue. That's debatable. Uh, was it compared to the rest of 2017? Clue was at least entertaining. I, and I'm still reading Astonishing X Men number one. Uh, Astonishing X Men. That X-Men. was good. Generation, that was Generation good. Gone number one was good. Mechadet U number one was good. I did. Yes. Mister Miracle, we read because we want to be cool. Uh, of course, who who wouldn't? What's the wicked wicked boy? No, I didn't like that. Uh, Runaways. So we all still read, uh, as you know. Love it. What's Made Men? Don't remember. <laughs> uh, well, what's Gasolina? Yeah, don't remember. What's The Beautiful Death? Don't remember. Uh, what's The God Complex? Uh, I remember the cover of that, but I uh, remember just reading the one book. I remember I hated Port of Earth. I hated it. Fence number one, I hated that. Boy Trip hated that. I hated it. <laughs> John Wick, I could see uh, people who liked the film enjoying that. Is that Lisa, it? So Rumble, yeah. So I think we're looking at Defenders, Crosswind, Mister Miracle, Mechadet U, Astonishing X Men. Was that five for a top five? Yeah, I mean, there's five that existed. Rocket Raccoon was okay. That was Rosenberg. Yeah, yeah. So not the biggest banner year of 2017. Well, shit. Debut. In- Quantify this as debut reviews on our show. There were plenty of other number ones that maybe we didn't read um, okay. as part of the show. And yes, lots of other books were put out there. And the caveat that we always say, they may be for someone, they just weren't for us, the ones that we disliked. That's correct. And if they're for you, 
What's your deal? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're uh, you're reading. Um, what was I? What am I trying to say? Your level, yeah, yeah, are not up to par. Well, I mean, that's not nice. I've had too much to drink. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> so it was a good 2017. It was a bad 2017. Uh, it was the thing. It was the thing. But yeah. uh, you know, whatever. It was uh, here, and now it's gone. But next year, it's going to be. I'm sorry. This year. It's going to be a great new year of comic book reading. We look forward to at least, well, maybe we skip a couple weeks here and there, so at least 46 new number ones. I think that's probably telling. And, uh, you know, continue to enjoy the new theme song because, you know, we're doing big things over here. We're doing a whole show.